0: Hey ladies, welcome to the 18-Minute Revolution, a podcast whose focus is on transforming the lives of women so they can dream again, hope again, and live a life on their own terms. I am your host, Pastor P, two-time award-winning author and literary strategist. I teach emerging storytellers how to tap into their creativity, Turn those words into stories that transforms the lives of others. The 18-Minute Revolution is empowering, inspiring, and created to push you to the next level. Welcome once again to another episode of The 18-Minute Revolution. In today's episode, we're going to come from Acts Chapter 3, and the title of this episode is When God Interrupts Your Plans. Acts chapter 3. One day Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple's courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straightway at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up and instantly And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Oh, this is a powerful story. We have this man who constantly goes to the temple gates called Beautiful for one purpose only. And that is to beg for money. To beg for money. And so we have three people here. That are on a collision course with destiny. Uh huh. Three people on assignment Peter, John, and the lame man. Each of them had an assignment that day. Peter and John were going into the temple, and this lame man had been doing this every day. This was his customary act. This was this was part of his everyday ritual to come to ask for, ba- to come and to beg for money. So we have three people going on a collision course, not recognizing or not uh, fully knowing that they were about to have an encounter with one another. But, you, uh, but Peter and John were definitely prepared, but this, this lame man was not prepared for what Peter and John were about to do. The Bible says that this lame man continued to ask for 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 alms for for money began to to beg and ask Peter and John to give him give him some money. But it was it was it was Peter that said, "Look at us." So the man gave them gave him his attention, expecting to get something from them. Listen to this. I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible. And it says, And the man paid attention. Now, let me read it on chapter four, uh, verse four. It said, And Peter directed his glaze intensely at him. And so did John and said, Look at us. And the man paid attention to them, expecting that he was about to get something from them. Peter and John, told this man, look at us, give us your undivided attention. And that's what God is saying for us. That in the moment where we are right now, there is something that may be going on in our lives that we've just been accustomed to doing something. It may be something that has transpired, something that has happened. It could be something devastating. It could be something that was, you know, blindsided you, something that was just not normal. And God is saying, can I get your attention now? It could be maybe our kids are acting up or maybe we done lost our jobs or maybe some relationship has been broken. Whatever it is, God is saying, now can I have your undivided attention? Because there are times in our lives where God, Will make us just pause, that we will just pause in life. Pause meaning that we get so busy with everyday life and we get so accustomed to just getting up, going to work, coming home, going to church, going to the grocery store. And we, and it becomes a ritual, just like this layman, if this was a ritual for him to, you know, be able to. Well, it was a ritual for him to go to the temple to ask for for alms, to ask for and to beg. It was a, 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 a ritual for him. And you cannot tell me that the people that had to carry him, I'm sure they got tired of him. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Because don't people get tired of us? Yeah. Have a need and see who flee. Come on. Have a need and see who flee. People that you thought was with you, when you have a need, you'll find out if they're really with you or not. Have a need and see who will flee. So anyways, this man here, um, they tell him, look at us. And I submit to you that we might be in a moment or you might be in a place right now that God is saying, I need you to take a moment. I I need you to reassess some things. I need you to reevaluate, reassess. I need you to do a redo. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I need you to do a redo because what you've been doing all this time has not been working for you. I want you to do a redo. So we have to look and see what God is doing in the moment because it was not a coincidence that this man, had came to the temple. It was not a coincidence that Peter and John were on their way to the temple. This was all divinely set up by God. Time and opportunity kissed. Yeah, there was time where they all came at the temple at the same time and then there was an opportunity. I'm telling you this, that time and opportunity for you is coming. There's be There'll be a time that you'll show up at some place or somewhere and it'll be an opportunity for you to get something done that you hadn't been able to get done before. Time and opportunity is going to kiss. So God wants our full, full undivided attention. I'm reminded of the, um, the scripture where Jesus told the disciples, let us go to the other side. And the storm came. When one of the disciples got out of the boat and he wanted to walk on the water. And so he took his eyes off of Jesus. And once he took his eyes off of Jesus and he started focusing in on the storm and the rain and, 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 and the, the current conditions, once he started focusing in on that, he took his eyes off Jesus. The Bible says that he began, he began to drown. So this is why God wants us to stay focused in on him, stay focused in on what God is doing because everything else is a distraction. Yeah, everything else will come to distract us from the things that God is doing in our lives. And so there are times where God will say, stop, pause, take a moment. I need you to look all around your environment and see what I'm doing. Look and see what I'm doing. I need your undivided attention because what I'm doing in this hour to you, you can't miss. What I'm doing in this hour for you, you cannot afford to miss me on this. Come on now. You cannot afford to miss God on this one. So give God your undivided attention. Yeah. That, that may mean, you know what? Put the kids down early. That may mean, you know, to shut off. Uh, excessive noise—that may mean you know I, I can't go to certain places right now. That may mean that may mean just a moment with you and God, a time with you and God to reevaluate, reassess, regroup, reset. All right. So Peter looks at um, Peter looks at the lame man and says. Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up and instantly, instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. Look at this. All these years, this man was going to the temple just to get money from those that walked in. But there was something or there was an ordained moment for this man to get something more than just money. Because money was a temporary solution to this man's problem. He needed something deeper. He needed something more. He needed something that only God could do. And Peter said to him, I can't give you no gold or no silver, but I'm going to give you something that's greater than gold and silver. And that's the name of Jesus. Because the Bible tells me that at that name, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that he alone is God. He alone is he alone is God. The Bible says that in Romans chapter 14, verse 11, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall give praise to God. Every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So here the Bible shows us that he got his healing instantly. It was a suddenly for this man. After all of these years, this man just needed to be healed. He didn't need the he didn't need the money. That wasn't the ultimate thing that this man needed. He needed healing. And the Bible says that, that uh, Peter took him by the right hand and helped him up. And instantly, the man's feet and ankles became strong. Instantly. Instantly. I want you to grab that. Catch that. Because that's how it'll be for you. Instantly. Instantly, that prayer is going to get answered. Instantly, that job is going to come through. Instantly, that miracle is going to happen for you. Instantly, you're going to get healed. Instantly, doors are going to be open. Instantly, the kids are going to come back home. Instantly. Catch that. Instantly. The Bible says that instantly it happened for him. He didn't have an opportunity to even question what was about to happen to him. How much power. I just can feel that the power that that was in Peter and John, how it surged this man. Because the Bible says that immediately the man's feet and ankles became strong. Oh, my God. Yeah. He jumped to his feet and began to walk because that's exactly what he needed. All he needed was to be healed. Because now, instead of people bringing him to the temple, carrying him to the temple, He now can walk to the temple and praise God. And now he can work for himself. Yeah, he doesn't have to beg anymore. Let me tell you something. When you have an encounter with God, when you have an encounter with God himself, he makes all things new. Yeah, he makes all things new. When he comes in and he interrupts our plans, we may be believing or we may be planning something out that it's going to I'm going to do A, B, C and D. I got this plan just in case. But what happens when God interrupts your plans? Yeah, because surely God interrupted this man's plans because all he wanted to do was get some money. But Peter and John, being the, the men the, the men of God that they were and the disciples that they were, they walked in the power and they walked in the anointing. They knew that this man needed more than just money because what if they gave him some money? He would go and spend it and he would come right back to the temple the very next day and repeat what he had just been doing years and years ago. No, God wants to break the cycle in our lives. Yeah, God wants to break the cycle in our lives, the cycle of doing things the same over and over and over again. Let's get out of the rituals of doing stuff. Let God shake some things up in our lives. And when God begins to shake things up in our lives, he reveals there's a restructuring going on. The Bible says that he Immediately, this man began to to praise God and to thank God. He went where? Into the temple. Allow God to do this shaking. Because when it's all said and done, he's the master builder. He's going to put it back together again. So the people in the temple began to see that this man began to jump and, and, and praise God in the temple and then they began to wonder and ponder within themselves. and within themselves. Now they recognize that this was the man that was begging one moment, one second he was begging the next second he was praising. Oh my God. That's good. One moment he was begging the next moment he was praising one moment. He was, uh, he was still crippled. The next moment he was healed instantly Instantly, I want you to catch that because it doesn't have to take God 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years to answer your prayers. In a moment, he can answer your prayers. Can you catch that? Can you believe that instantly? So they begin to wonder. They saw that this was the same man that sat begging at the temple gate called Beautiful, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. He got healed. That's what happened to this man. He got healed. What a wonder. What a wonder. This is what happened to him. David said it like this in Psalms 118, 23. The Lord himself is the one who has done this. And it is so amazing, so marvelous to see. The Lord himself is the one who has done this. And it is so amazing and so marvelous
1: to see. Attention aspiring authors, faith-based leaders, women of faith, coaches, and thought leaders. Everyone has a story to tell. Don't let anyone else tell your story. Our stories and experiences in life are not for us, but for others. Your story is the answer to someone's problem or pain. Why keep it to yourself? Share it with the world. Someone is waiting on you to tell it. Would you like to finally get your book written and published so that you can use your expertise to monetize and build a sustainable and profitable business? Are you ready to have your voice heard, your story read, and earn money in the process? If your answer is yes, I've created something I know can help you do just that. It's the Storytellers Academy Toolkit. This downloadable toolkit is filled with cheat sheets, checklists, templates, and more. Inside the toolkit, you'll learn how to use story mapping that will help you outline your story in less time. Be given ideas on creating a marketing plan from the Ideal Bank filled with 20 plus ideas on ways to promote your book before, during, and after publication. Not sure how to get your book copywritten? Don't worry, we've got you covered with this cheat sheet that gives you the step-by-step process on how to get it done. This toolkit is valued at over $1,200 but is priced for only $37. Visit StorytellersAcademy.org slash toolkit and download the $37 toolkit today.
0: The encounter was so profound that this man immediately jumped to his feet and he began to walk. I submit to you today, do something you have never done before. Yeah, do something that you have never done before. Because surely this man did something he hadn't done before. He began to praise God, began to walk, began to jump. Do something you haven't done before. That encounter changed his life forever. That encounter changed his life forever. Give me an encounter with God. This is my prayer. Give me an encounter with God that will change my condition Change my circumstances, my relationships, change my moments. Yeah. God, give me an encounter that will change my moments, my circumstances, my situation. In an an instantly moment, Lord, give me a suddenly. That's what I want. I want a suddenly. Is that what you want? A suddenly? Believe him for the suddenly. They recognize that he was the same man. And the thing about the people around us, they will begin to recognize that the hand of the Lord is on our lives. Why? Because they see his handiwork. They see that he's working. They see that he, he's blessing us. They see that we're, we're we're still at peace when they are still in drama and, and, should, and you know, foolery. And we still at peace recognize that the hand of the Lord is on you, that the power of God is in your life. People will recognize that the Lord is working on your behalf. Yeah, he will. People will recognize that the Lord is working on your behalf. People will begin to see the Lord raise you up, that he is repositioning you for greater and that he is transforming your life and that he is moving you up. This was a total transformation for this man. This one encounter that he had at that right time, at that right moment. You know what? He showed up. Yeah, he showed up at the right time and at the right moment. He showed up. Let me ask you, are you showing up? Are you giving God something to work with? God wants you to just show up. Give him something that you can, that he can work with. Give him something. The encounter with the lame man and Peter and John, God, of course, set that whole thing up. But just think if the lame man had had something happened and he would have missed his opportunity. When God tells you to go and do something, you better immediately do it. Don't think twice about it. Don't second guess you've heard from the Lord. Don't second guess the unction that you get, the scriptures that you read. Don't second guess that. Go with what you believe. Go with the peace and do it when you just show up. This man had a, had a moment, an encounter with God himself. There is absolutely no way that this man was going to be the same after that encounter. God gave him something he was not even expecting. He was expecting money, not a healing, because he had gotten money all the time up until that moment. But Peter and John had another assignment. It was more deeper than just giving this man some money that was only going to last a moment, only a temporary fix to an eternal problem. That they had the power to do, that they had the power to heal by using that name of Jesus. Moving you from poverty to prosperity, that's what they did. They moved him from poverty to prosperity, from pain to purpose, from a beggar to being blessed. God is about to take you, take you out. God is about to take you. Out of that crippling state so that you can walk again. Oh, God is about to take you out of that crippling state so that you can walk again. What's been crippling you? What has got you stuck? What has been handicapping you? What has been stopping you from moving forward? What has been crippling you? Causing you to walk in a in a in a deficit, causing you to walk even or be paralyzed in some instances, what is crippling you, whatever it is? God is going to remove it so that you can begin to walk again. You can begin to walk again. I submit that God has an assignment for your life. God has an assignment for your life and he has people who are assigned to you. God is just waiting for you to just show up because there is people waiting for you to just show up. If this man could have gotten his healing earlier than that, I'm sure that he would have. But there was an appointed time for this to happen. Don't ever think that where you are right now, that God has forgotten you. Because this lame man wasn't even thinking about, look, listen, the people are going into the church to pray. The people are going into the church to talk to God. The people are going in the church to offer sacrifices to the Lord. But yet, this man only thought about Just give me some money. I just need some money for survival. I just need some money to live from payday to payday, from from check to check. God has to deliver us from that, that we don't have that mindset that we're just living from payday to payday, from check to check, especially when God gives us his word and he says, I've given you the power to get wealth, that I may establish my covenant with you. All right? So don't even think that God wants you to stay right where you are, not in a state that you're being crippled, not in a state that you are being, you know, you're on the sideline. No, he wants to raise you up so that you can walk straight and and you can walk, have a have a straight and and narrow pathway to God, that your crooked path will be made straight. Yeah. Your crooked path will be made straight. Second Chronicles sixteen and nine says, "For the eyes of the Lord move throughout the whole earth; the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the whole earth, that He may show strongly support those whose heart is completely His. The eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the whole earth, that He may strongly support those whose heart is completely His." Look at that scripture. The Bible says that God wants to show himself strongly to those who heart is completely his strongly support, strongly support. So God's eyes are on you and I, and he's looking for people that he can move throughout this whole earth, whom he whom he can show himself strong on behalf on their behalf. Are you that one? Are you that lame man that God wants that that you want God to show how strong He can be in your life? Are you that lame man? Just keep begging and asking other people to do something that only God can do for you. Come on, go to God, go ask God, and ask Him to work that same miracle. Instantly on your behalf, you can have that suddenly moment. And when you have that suddenly moment and that instant prayer being answered, you better give God the highest praise. You better give him, you better give him the, the, uh, the, the hallelujahs. You better praise and magnify his name. And don't forget what God has done for you and what he's about to do because what he does in your life and in my life, it's all for testimony because he's surely going to get the glory in our lives. I'm going to leave you with this Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is like a strong tower. The righteous person runs to it and it is safely on high. The name of the Lord is like a strong tower. The righteous person runs to it and it is set safely on high. Hey there, my beautiful sisters. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 18-Minute Revolution. For more information about me, my books, or my services, or if you are an aspiring author and you need help publishing your book, I would love the opportunity to speak with you. Please visit me at my website, www.pauletteharper.com. I want to leave you with this scripture. Psalm 66 verse 12 from the Passion Translation. It reads, you've allowed our enemies to prevail against us. We passed through fire and flood. Yet in the end, you always bring us out better than we were before, saturated with your goodness. Until next time, keep pressing.